0: Hey, Peter. Yo. Uh, what the hell is a groove echo chamber? This. Now, would that be something you might be interested in? Yes.
1: I'm Adam Maness. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. <laughs> Music advice and commentary coming at
0: you. Coming at you today, sponsored. And sunlight. And lots of sunlight. <laughs> we got that winter, that low winter sun.
1: We're going to see how do we look. How does Peter and Adam look as we check ourselves out? You look good,
0: dude. I like those in, glasses.
1: In um, a lot of sun. These are blue blocking glasses. I Do not Do you know what that means? I, I have a pair. Going.
0: Yeah, I have a pair of non-prescription Blue light blockers as well. Yeah. uh, That I never wear because I feel kind of like a poser, I'll be honest. Really? But what am I blocking? I'm blocking the blue from the computer screen? I don't know what's going on. And I think the sun, too. Blue blockers. Don't you remember those commercials from the 90s? Those are beta blockers. Those are blue blockers. Beta blockers are what classical musicians (laughs) used to audition. (laughs)
1: That's right. Tune in next week for a breakdown (laughs) breakdown on how to audition. More pharmaceutical (laughs) tips from. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, we are brought to you as always by Open Studio. and mm-hmm. We got a couple of exciting things. The thing that I've been so passionate about recently because of so much great response from our community is our mentor sessions, which have been happening. Well, they happen every Friday. Are do. you familiar with them? I am familiar again. <laughs> Sorry, I asked you that. I last do host time. them, so I, I <laughs> am not totally question. zoned out. Rhetorical question. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we, uh, you know what I'm looking forward to is Taylor Itsy. Taylor, we've, had, we've had him on the pod before his music. Yeah, we've had his music he's on a firebrand. He has done one
0: mentor session He's got a really nice technical setup. He is a brilliant pianist He subbed for
1: a gig for me and did so well. I almost didn't get a call back from this individual. Yeah Yeah, it's gonna happen with Taylor Agstee. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's he, super talented, he's a badass
0: and he's coming through to teach So if you want to join that member session with Grammy Award winner Taylor Icstee, yes uh, Join Open Studio
1: Yeah and look You can join And there's no Long term commitment You can join And then go to The mentor session With Taylor Watch the Aaron Parks One we had last week Check out the Fred Hirsch one Adam Larson
0: Is coming in For
1: some shapes Adam Larson Some yeah. melodic shapes You can do that Check out all of Adam's courses All of our other stuff And then just quit Adam Manis's Adam Menace. What did Menace. I say? Someone called me Adam Menace I didn't in like chat. that. I didn't like that. You liked it. Literally I, liked it. <laughs> oh, I did like it. Yeah. There. Sorry. But anyway, you can do that, and then you can just drop off, and um, yeah, there's no drop long-term off, commitment. What? If you want to be that guy, Open Studio. But we think once you're in the community, you're going to want to stay. We are prepared every week to give you value with our wonderful community. Also, Open Studio Pro, just to reiterate, you're going to want to go to OpenStudioJazz.com pro and sign up there. You can't join right now because... It got so popular, we had to gate it. We had to put up a veritable jazz gate, like a a
0: swinging gate. Like (laughs) Phil Collins Toms. These are gated.
1: (laughs) Gated (laughs) AF. Gated AF. But we're going to open up at least one more time before the end of the year, and you'll be able to get in on 2023 prices. Because 2024 prices, everything's going up, buddy. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Wait, how much is a gallon of soy milk right now? A gallon of soy milk is north of $5. That's, I can't tell you how far north. That's expensive. Yeah. yeah. How much is vitamin D milk, as we used to call it back in the day? It's around that, too. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, what are we talking about today? We are asking what a groove echo chamber is. Yeah. Now okay. we know what a liberal echo chamber is. <laughs> and a conservative, a conservative echo
0: chamber. conservative echo chamber is. My idea.
1: So this is the first single from my new record oh, that congrats. you produced. Oh, I did? So it's really our, our record. You know, if we get a Grammy... We both get the producer, the artists, the uh, engineer, I believe. Yeah. Academy, if Grammy. you're listening, Yes. hook us up. That's right. Yeah. Um, shout out Grammys. <laughs> Keep on awarding. Uh, but anyway, this is the first single, though. The entire record comes out on December 1st. I'm so excited about this. This is available now to stream and all that. You can order the CD and the LP now. We'll have links to all that below. But um, we wanted to release this tune because um, we're just excited about it and the sucker was done. So we thought it'd be fun to kind of watch and I could give you a little bit of a behind the scenes play by play. And Adam, you could give a little bit of a behind the scenes play by play as producer in the booth as we did this because we recorded it. Am I talking fast today? I feel like I'm talking very fast. I'm drinking my green smoothie which has got me all hyped up. Kale, do we have any details that we need him to read as far as, like, Open oh, Studios? Like legal disclaimers. Yeah, like legal I could disclaimers do that. Because could, he I could, could really that. nail that right now. <laughs> no, but this is, the way we recorded this record, I am so excited about. Because I had the idea. You had some great ideas. We folded them together. Um, the other musicians had some ideas. And what it kind of became, now that I look back on it, it really had many different as we say in the business, potential points of failure. It's the it's like a bridge that you look at it and you see that it's a little bit shoddy at some parts. Maybe there's some holes. Like you could make it across that bridge, but if you really look at that bridge, you're not going to want to cross it. Shout out MoDOT. <laughs> Shout out MoDOT, exactly. We have some bridges. The, the Forest Park Parkway over there, yeah. there's some shoddy bridge work. It's yeah, just yeah. old. Yeah. But anyway, what, it's just to say that looking back on it now, I'm glad— that I didn't realize all the potential points of failure because the main thing is we recorded this in one take. Mm. And so what that means is, and we announced that we recorded it. That one was take. dumb. <laughs> it kinda was though. Whose idea was we that? We got lucky, that was my idea. But I mean, the idea is that like, yeah, if you don't announce it, then you can sort of just do whatever it takes. Since we announced it and we live streamed it, we sort of boxed ourselves in, but it was really, I gotta tell you from a performance performer standpoint, I mean, I composed the piece and and all that and prepped all the parts or whatever. But once you get in the moment of recording it, it's just like a gig or a recording session, except it's the combination of both of those, mm. minus an audience. Yeah. Although we did have an audience online, but m- minus a physical audience. So we were in the studio here at Open Studio, right in the next room. We'd rehearsed and we were ready to go on this, but it kind of requires you to put out of your mind all the things of like, okay, I want to try to play this. I want to try to do that. And what I tried to do was just really get in the moment of like, let's have fun on this. Let's play something. Let's create something. So I wasn't even really thinking as much as I could, let's make an album. Because then you get into that thing of thinking like, okay, I'm going to try to nail on the first take. Well, if I get to the second take, it's going to, you know, it won't sound as fresh. And I don't want to be the one. Let me me lay back a little bit. Let me do this number of choruses. All the sort of, pre-planning that can be the enemy of what I think is an exciting, if not perfect, you know, and, you know, this performance, like like recording like this, it's not going to be perfect in the way that sometimes we think of recordings, but a lot of the great recordings studio or otherwise that I love have these beautiful imperfections. So I try to allow that for me and for the other musicians to be able to enter into this space of doing one take, but saying, this is going to be it. And that's good enough. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's our decision. And it's a good decision. It's a good <laughs> it was a great
0: session, man. It was, a, the, the vibes were right. I think the, the best thing you did, and the, obviously the compositions are great, but your best decision was hiring the people that you hired to do the playing, because that's ultimately, like, the last line of defense to bad vibes, right? It's like, if you have someone... Lack
1: of musical execution.
0: Listen, we've all played with people that can throw a real wrench into a, a gig. Right. Or a recording session. Right. They might throw a great party or a great soiree, but when it comes to the recording you session... Know, usually the people that throw a wrench into a recording session are not the people that throw a good party. I'll <laughs> be honest. True. That's true. It, that's Those two things are usually uh, that is true. Uh, similar. Right. Uh, but you chose some great people, Gregory Hutchinson, Ruben Rogers, Sarah Hanahan, and I was so honored to be just uh, a fly on the wall and giving some suggestions when I heard stuff because we didn't have very much time uh, for rehearsals and for working stuff out and so uh, I took a lot of pride in my role as trying to hear things as an audience member and and with your vision in mind and I think uh, not to be cocky (laughs) but I think we nailed it.
1: No I think so and I think that your production in terms of like you you had some really prescient um, additions and subtractions as we were rehearsing the two days before, yeah, well, the that, day of the show, you were very tight-lipped in terms of musical changes, which was smart because that could have thrown us some people late. off their game. It's yeah. too
0: late, but I'm glad you mentioned the subtractions. That's mostly what I did is mm-hmm. take things away because I know from my own projects, if I ever have like regrets, which I try not to hang on to, but if I ever listen to something and I I'd like to change something, it's never usually like I should have added something here. Right. It's usually like. I should have not done so much. You know what I mean? I could have taken away such and something, and it would have it would have made the whole thing a little bit more impactful. So let's right.
1: have a, why don't we have a Have, have a, a looky, gander,
0: as we say. Okay. Looky, listen,
1: look at that sunlight Did behind say, us, man. Man, uh, it is bright. Look, we're going to cover up some of it, at least, with this. Boom. All right, so we have a gander. before we get into the great uh sarah playing the melody and stuff so that obviously is the intro first of all shout out um zach brown engineer and caleb kirby really the whole team in terms of the sound and look and feel and everything because what andy we, steven andy stevens for sure the the thing about this is like we were all in the same room so just to give a little bit of like obviously you can see us this is actually us playing and recording which makes things more difficult for audio engineering and for streaming and for video even in a way. Well, kind of helps the video because you can have cool shots like that, right? Yeah. With Greg in the background. Yeah. But in terms of audio, it's a real challenge because we had no isolation. We we're all facing towards each other. We, we did a bunch of things to make it easier for the musicians. Yep. So in terms of like the crew, the sound and, and video – Big shout out for them, you know, just a little behind the scenes to be able to be able to pull this off. Because I wanted to have, I gave them a challenge. I was like, I want studio ar- audio quality sound, but we're going to record it live. We want to be able to mix things afterwards. Um, I knew we weren't really going to be able to edit because it's going to be bleeding, but I wanted to be able to really get, I mean, like you hear, check out the sound of when Ruben comes in. Like his bass. Now it's Ruben Rogers. But... just a great kind of we haven't even seen them yet then it'll kind of make more sense
0: but. but you know what it is with this kind of thing Peter so you got you have four jazz musicians in one room together yeah I think engineering wise I'm no professional engineer but I've been around it enough to know some things and I think this is what Zach did is you know just wear a simple tuxedo to the gala right like there's nothing more to do Ooh, gala we should mention that later <laughs> but you got if you have somewhere fancy to go and you're you're you want to dress in an appropriate right. way, just wear a nice-fitting tuxedo, go classic, go right. with something that's going to work. And so that's, not jeans and a wife beater? N- no. Okay. Wife pleaser is what they're calling those now, by the way.
1: Don't wife even pleaser. want to know why they're calling yeah. it that.
0: Uh, but <laughs> you don't have to get too complicated with this. There's so many iconic-sounding albums that, uh, have been, that have bleed, yeah. that have instruments in the same room, that aren't isolated. Right. And so the way I think Zach went about uh, setting this up is is like a beautiful tuxedo. It's well cut. It's the he's getting every every thing on all the instruments that you'd want. Right. And the
1: bleed is minimal. Speaking of well cut, that jacket I'm wearing is not well cut. Oh, no, it's good. <laughs> love all this, hey. all this fill, like the fills that Greg plays really, like what he did there, just talking about getting the right people, he plays in a way that inspires me to come up with something that works, to go in between the cracks right here. Uh, that was directly related to what he just did, Ruben knows when to lay it down.
0: Ruben Rogers is a vibe, too. And,
1: you know, a lot of the stuff, not just Greg, but what Sarah's doing, what I'm doing, certainly with Ruben, it's like, we... What I'm really proud of on this, too, like, we were going for some stuff, so, like... There's a way to play because this melody is kind of hard. I mean, I wrote it and I was like having to read. Kind We made some changes too, but like Sarah is like willing to like not only nail the part but to play some stuff, to react, to take some chances. That's the thing. Like it's one thing to take chances when you know you have unlimited takes, but the reality from being on a lot of records recording sessions over the years is like in a way you only have the one take anyway, mm-hmm. a real first take to get that kind of a vibe. Yeah. And so that was what my vision for this. It was like. Well, yeah, we're going to cut out any chances of fixing things and doing additional takes. But what we're going to ensure at least is avoiding that whole thing of like you do four takes and when you go back and listen and you're like, well, the first take was a little bit sloppier, but it had that vibe. The fourth take, we got it perfect, but we started, we were reacting to what we played in earlier takes. You know, we've all been there and then you end up using the first take and trying to clean it up and all that. I'm like, forget that. We're going to go right to the right take. Such a great idea, man. It Sorry.
0: No, that it, it what it does is it really it causes everybody to really be on it. I mean, there's always these these players are pros and every time they play they're really on it, but
1: it really everybody knows that this is it. Yeah, but and, I mean, it's like we all do that on the gig. Yeah. And so I wanted to get away from this thing of like why does it have to be so different on a recording session? Yeah. Now that requires, you know, like setting things up in a way that it that it can work having them, you know, a little more rehearsal than we would normally do normally do that. Kind of thing. Greg had all the music memorized pretty much. So just to explain this uh, kababi bayak so just to add another layer of complexity but really a layer of inspiration for beauty
0: our, a layer of beauty yes yeah,
1: so kababi bayak who's an amazing uh painter visual artist um here in st louis but is just an international artist truly um i asked him to make the album cover and he was like absolutely i'd love to do that and then i said and please paint it while we're making the record. And, and so, he was like, Are you crazy? No, he was like, Okay, let's do it. Yeah. And which was was really awesome. And it added such an immediacy to it, but also it was so fun to be able to look over. And luckily I couldn't really see it from my vantage point, his actual canvas. I could just see him working and like really being part of that creative process with us. So it just gave me the inspiration without the distraction. If I had seen it, I would have been like, oh my gosh, that's so cool what you're able to put together. And this is the is the cover for the album. Um, and, and a beautiful,
2: beautiful day.
0: Some really nice lens flare happening here Sarah Hanahan. Exactly. For the fire. You it, it, you bring she,
1: on Sarah for the absolute fire. She brought the fire and big Spittin'. shout out to Sarah. And I mean, because you know, this she hasn't done that, but she's done some recording sessions. She's young. Um, she's very well seasoned for her age, but she doesn't have the number of sets and reps together. She made her own album coming out with uh Tane and Jeff Mark, Tane Watts, Nat Mark, Reeves, Mark Carey. Mark Carey, yeah. Yeah. Um so, I mean, but in terms of, like, Ruben, Greg, and I have played together so much that this was still a challenge. I couldn't imagine for her. But, I mean, you see, she's not only hanging. She's, like, thriving. Soul of she's thriving. And thriving and, and leading through it. So, shout out. I gotta say, just real quick, yeah. we've been
0: talking a lot last several weeks about like some really young musicians, yes. About like Jahari Stampley, and yeah. We're Sir just getting Hen. older.
1: They're not even that young. No,
0: I know they're not really <laughs> that young. We're just old, but it's really making me feel like inspired, inspired, and also hopeful for the, like for the future of
1: humanity. Okay. Things I are kind of messed like, up right now, and Ooh. I thought you were gonna be like, it's really made me feel better. Yeah, of all the messed up <laughs> stuff in the world, I'm like, man, music's. Oh, I know. When people are like is jazz and live is loud, you gonna say, "I'm like, oh boy, relax."
0: Music's okay. Music's yeah. in good. It's all hands. good. Yeah,
1: it's all good. I love this groove that Greg's, I don't think he'd ever done this. No, like this. and all the times. All the times we rehearsed it. He just went into this because he heard it on the piano. And as I a say, as the producer here, I
0: think this is one that I had the least amount of like, I don't think I said anything about this one because this kind of plays itself. This is mm-hmm. one of those tunes that you wrote. It's pretty obvious what could happen. It needs to be yeah. this kind of burning. It's a killin' solo too, by the way, Pete. All those roots down there. You sure about that? Ah. How do you do that, Peter? Can we stop the video and you just explain how you do that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, no. But full transcription available to Open Studio members. Hey, Open Did Studio you know members, that? I haven't, haven't even full seen it yet. Tra- I haven't seen it but either. Have but have I, I, I trust Max yeah. made it look I couldn't, beautiful. I couldn't transcribe this. I wouldn't. You could. I would not, though. You wouldn't. Oh, yeah. We were having a little bit of fun. We were having a little bit of fun. That
0: was a fun week. The whole week was fun.
1: So before we go to the drum solo, which is just incredible, I just want to say one thing, and this might be helpful for somebody watching this, is like... Help them. You know, go for something. Hey. Like, especially when you're playing on a tune like this. Yeah, there's some... There was a time when I would have listened and, like, heard all those little cack notes and little mistakes that I made. That stuff is not that clean. And look, we're putting it out there. You can slow this thing down, and you can see that I'm not hitting everything exactly, but... You have some leeway. First of all, nobody really cares. Uh, actually, <laughs> nobody
0: wants to hear you try to be perfect. People exactly. want to hear you go for shit.
1: I was going to play this perfect, but then I realized no one wanted to hear me No, play nobody perfect. wants to hear so that. So I purposely messed up. You know what's boring? <laughs> Listening to someone trying to play perfectly. Right. Go for shit. You know what stuff. else is boring? What? And drop in the comments if you know what this television show this reference is from. from. Don't answer it. You know what's really boring? What? Three hours of solo bass playing boring jazz.
0: Oh. What is that, a saucer? What has he got on there?
1: He's got like a. a
0: what is that, a pot lid? A
1: or is that a tom? Dude is crazy. Creating...
0: Oh man, look at that.
1: Kebabi's like, I gotta add a, another symbol on my picture.
0: Ah. Touch, man.
1: Damn. It's oh. kind of risky way that he's playing through. I love it. So it's like, and you know, still champion. I know. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a risky. Like he's playing the form so well, dude. But he's floating above it at times. You know, as he crafts the solo. I, I, I do remember. There's places like this in every tune where normally I'd just be like, cool, we, you know, but I remember thinking, like, damn, he, this is such a killing solo. Sarah played a killing solo. Like, if we don't come together at the right place. And so, what I try to do in those moments is just be like, get into the music even more. Cause I figure, well, you know what? If I'm feeling it the way the rhythm section's feeling it, like, you know, Ruben and Greg, the way that they're playing, and I use my instincts, it's not guaranteed, but there's a higher percentage average that i'm going to come in at the right place you know and then i'll go with those bet those kind of average i've
0: only had a chance to play music with hutch i think once or twice maybe uh and but i've been watching him play for uh 30 years Mm. probably i've been old and i'm old and i don't you know i don't it's not i think out of bounds to say that he really is like, has taken the torch from people like Max Roach and Art Blakey and Philly Joe Jones in that he has some of the most creative, beautiful drum solos mm. that you on record, I think, in the past 30 years. Yeah, for sure. And every time I see him play live or I hear him on a recording, I am I always feel so, like, taken care of. Like, yep. you never are, feel lost in the form. You don't feel like he's trying to mess with you. You know what I mean? Like is like I mean in in a good way. Like in a yeah yeah. It's not boring. It's like it, it it's it's he's carried like it's like a Philly Joe solo. Like it's just so it feels like it's it's already been in the universe for a thousand years or right, something. Right. You know what I mean? And totally. like he's just letting it come through, and it's just so beautiful, man.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just I mean there, there's a combination of exuberance and confidence as he goes through it. That if you're willing to kind of get swept up in it, good things will happen. Totally. To you. Uh. the breakdown. Eight bars after the solo, band.
2: brilliant. Check
1: out what Ruben's doing here. You know, he's just adding, adding creativity.
0: Echo Chamber, Peter Martin and Generation S. Congrats,
1: Peter. That's Thank a great track, man. You should be proud. I'm very proud. Very proud. Available now, streaming everywhere. Yeah, go and, check it out. Uh, the album's coming out uh, December first. December first. We're 1st. gonna do one more single, I think, before that.
2: Yeah. What are you gonna just, do? Just you to get, be you
1: anything in mind? Generation S, I think. Isn't that the name of the band? That is the name of the band. Gratitude in Motion. Okay. I think it's this name of the track. Great but, tune. Yeah. Till next time, you'll hear it.